This is The Widow Podcast and I am Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I'll be supporting you through the loss of your life partner so you can find a more positive way through your grief. I want to give you hope after loss and to know that when you are ready, you can create a meaningful life for yourself with the help of me, Karen Sutton and The Widow Podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Widow Podcast. This episode is coming to you on Christmas Day. I am sending you lots of warm and gentle wishes for the day. You may well be listening to this on the day. You may well be listening to it after the day. It's a difficult day. Whether you celebrate Christmas or not, it's hard and the build-up to it is hard. Now, you may actually find that your day isn't hard, that you have a good day, that there were moments of complete and utter joy within it. I remember my very first Christmas after Simon died, the build-up to it was awful. It was so awful. But Christmas Day itself was a really lovely day. It took me by surprise. Of course, Boxing Day, the day after Christmas Day, I dipped and it felt incredibly heavy and I felt very alone. Those lighter moments, especially in the early days, don't last long. So grab them. If they come, grab them. It's a very challenging time. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of expectation. We might feel numb, overwhelmed, scared, worried about the new year looming. Everywhere you look, There's lights, music, memories, and it can be a really triggering time for many, many reasons. And what I wanted to do today was give you some reassurance and some words from some other widows as well as from myself. I asked the ladies in my community to share what they think another widow would need to hear at Christmas. And I'm going to share them with you today. But I think what I would like to say is it's important that we create and build those ongoing connections with our person, that we keep their memory alive and we keep talking about them and we share stories because we only ever truly die when people forget about us, when people stop talking about us. And I think it's such a gift when somebody else says your person's name, shares a moment, a story, a time that they felt connected to your person, whether it was funny, whether they were being annoying, (laughs) whatever was going on. I think to give other people permission to say your person's name, to share their stories, but also to invite them in and let them know that it feels good for you. If it does, of course, because, you know, we are all different and we all do this very differently. I, every year since Simon has died, have taken time on Christmas day to go for my walks. I go off for half an hour. I take my dog. We go for a walk and I talk to Simon. That's my way of staying connected to Simon. It's my way of honoring Simon. And it's a really important time of day for me. It's my time. 
with Simon. And, and that's how I like to honour him and remember him and give myself that sacred, special, dedicated time to be with him, to think about him, to acknowledge him, to thank him for all that he gave me, all that he's taught me, for the love. There's so much that I'm grateful for that I want him to know about. It's also a time, whilst I'm on the walk, to just give thanks, to acknowledge all the good that I have in my life. In the earlier days of grief, it was a little harder. I had to dig a little deeper, but it was still there. It's always there. Simon died in the September and in the December, I was absolutely able to see the good that I still had in my life. And I was able to show gratitude for those things. And I think that's something that has really helped me on my journey through significant dates like Christmas, but also day to day in the living. So maybe find a way that you can do that for yourself as well. You may want to have a big, fun, wonderful Christmas. You may want to cancel it and do nothing. Both are absolutely okay and are allowed. If you want to cancel Christmas, cancel Christmas. Stay in your PJs, eat your favorite food and hunker down for the day. It's very difficult to make these decisions around what's best for us because we do feel that pressure and expectation from those around us as well. And and I think people find it hard to accept that you may not want to do Christmas, that it may not feel right for you, that you don't want to celebrate it because that makes them feel uncomfortable. And I just want you to know that you are never, ever going to please everybody with the decisions that you make. That's life. That's how it works. We all do this differently. We don't all understand each other's lives, feelings, perspectives, but we have to do what is right for us. And there comes a point, I think, in our grieving journey when we start to understand that you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. People are going to have an opinion on the decisions you make and you will be judged for them, whatever it is that you do. So just make sure at the heart of your choices and your decisions is your well-being, is the fact that you are meeting your needs and other people will have to find their way of accepting that. That's not down to you. You get to decide what's best for you, not everybody else. And they get to decide what's best for them. And that's just how things work. So let me share with you some lovely messages from the ladies in my community. Claire has said, do what feels right for you. Follow your heart and gut. Don't force yourself to do anything you feel uncomfortable with. You will have times when you feel okay. Enjoy them without feeling guilty. You will have times when you feel desperately, painfully sad. Give in to this. Let the tears flow. Sob your heart out. It will help even though it won't feel like it at the time. You will get through this, however hard it seems. Be kind to yourself. Hug yourself and breathe. Alison, grief at Christmas can feel like grief on steroids. It's like the constant holding of opposing feelings, and those feelings can be even bigger and messier than standard grief. 
If you can find anything at all that soothes or comforts, try to do that. If you can't, that's okay too. But trust that one day it won't feel as heavy as it does today. So true what Alison says. It's very hard, isn't it? Especially in the early days of your grief. Those first, you know, couple of years in your grief, it feels like it's permanent. It feels like it's going to be there forever and you're never going to find lightness or brightness or even just a a sense of balance in your heart. But it does come. It does come. Michelle has shared that this will be my second Christmas since the death of my husband. The first one was painful and full of anxiety and tears. I realise now that I was fighting every emotion so hard, every feeling. I wanted them to go away and leave me alone for just a little while. I didn't believe that I could feel my grief and feel hope at the same time. I did not believe they could coexist. Now I know they can. I have had glimmers of joy and hope, along with moments of sadness. So when grief shows up this year, I will sit with it, offer it a coffee or mulled wine and visit. Then I will find moments of beauty and joy when they arrive. To everyone in that dark, sad place this year, please find a little glimmer of joy somewhere. Be encouraged by the amazing community around you. You will be okay love and hugs. It's so interesting, isn't it? Just listening to Alison there and Michelle acknowledging those conflicting feelings that we experience in grief and how difficult it is to understand that grief and life and joy can coexist in any one single moment. And we very much feel like it's an either or situation. And I think sometimes when we find those moments of joy or peace or contentment, we punish ourselves for it because we think it means something it doesn't, that we're no longer grieving, that we're not doing it right, that we didn't love our person enough. It doesn't mean that at all. It sits alongside it and it's always there. And that's okay. That's okay. Lula has shared, it's vital you stay connected to your beloved during this time. Create a sacred space for your love. And this is what I do on my walks. I think that's what I, you know, I've created that sacred space for me. A dedicated time just for the two of you. She's right. It does. It helps. It really helps. I I really feel it. Make this a priority. Offer your beloved a gift. This could be a poem, a song, or something to go in the garden. Oh, it's such a lovely idea. If they have a sense of humor, tell them a joke. You will sense them laughing along with you. And remember to buy yourself a gift on their behalf. Thank your beloved. Cry, sob and wail if you need to. Above all, be real and be true to yourself. As a widow, your love is even more beautiful, even more precious now. Oh, how lovely is that? Lula is such a beautiful soul and all the ladies are, to be honest. But I love the idea of giving your beloved a a gift Um, and being creative in some way and showing your love and also getting yourself a gift from your person. That's That's a really lovely message, Lula. Thank you. Barbara says, don't go into Christmas thinking you have to be happy and smiley. But if you are, don't feel guilty. Visit your person in some way during the day. Take some time to be alone with your thoughts. Oh, 
it's it's incredibly difficult, isn't it, to allow ourselves moments that feel good because we question it. It 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 just it almost like it's wrong, but it's not wrong. It's not wrong. You're allowed. It's a natural part of your grieving process. Gloria has shared, know that you have everything you need within you. I say this all the time to my ladies and I love it. You do, you do. It might not be exactly where you can see it, but it's there. Know that you are enough just as you are doing whatever it is you have chosen to do this season. Take the time you need in whatever way feels right for you to be with yourself and honour all the things that only you can possibly know about what was important to you and your person at this time of the year. Finally, remember that the light is returning. Breathe deeply. Oh, I love it. These are such beautiful messages. Valerie has shared, be kind to yourself. Accept that this might be an emotional roller coaster. Ask yourself what you need for yourself daily. Try not to place any expectations on yourself. It's okay to miss your person and maybe find a way to celebrate them on Christmas Day. And and I think, you know, that's such a, a beautiful reminder that, you know, celebrating them is, is such a gift. And, you know, they lived, they lived for a, a, a long time and, we got to share that time with them. And it reminded me actually of a poem that I shared on my social media um, not so long ago, actually. It's a Donna Ashworth poem in her Wild Hope book. And I'm going to read it out to you because it, it really just, I think, cements exactly what Valerie has said there. This is from Donna Ashworth. What if we do go to heaven? What if heaven is as wondrous as they say, and we exist in light and peace, surrounded by those we lost? And what if we look down from our blissful abode and see the ones we left behind, shutting out light and cancelling joy to honour our absence? My friend, please do not let Christmas die with them, because I'm sure beyond sure, in fact, that it would be the last thing they'd want. We must, must honour their life, not their departure. That's the way. That's the way. So beautiful. You know, let's celebrate them. Let's honour their life. Let's live for them, for us. You know, imagine they're, they're looking down and they don't want us to feel sad, to feel pain. I know it's a natural part of grief, but if there's part of you that thinks you can find that within you, grab it. Annette has shared, do what brings you comfort. If you find yourself alone, take advantage of the quiet to give the little girl inside of you your undivided attention. Ask her what would comfort or perhaps even delight her. Remind her of the things that brought her joy perhaps a single candle in the darkness, perhaps the smell of the evergreen or a hot cup of cocoa. Create cosy and maybe, maybe invite a friend to sit in the cosy with you. Allow the space for all of the feelings to be seen and heard. Embrace them with love and tender care. Do what brings you comfort, for out of comfort you just might find a tiny glimmer of hope, a momentary sparkle of joy. 
It may be in the distance, but it is there waiting for you. You are loved. Oh, such a beautiful message from Annette. Such a beautiful message. Nula has said, be gentle with yourself this Christmas. Pace yourself and allow time for you to find some peace and rest. May you find glimmers of strength, love and joy from the family present in your life. May you find strength to honour your person by reflecting on fond memories of Christmas past. When all the emotions flood over you, breathe and try to get out and walk in nature. Nature is very, very healing and movement. Grief needs movement. And if we can find a way to move and get outside, it just allows those feelings to move through us in some way. Very calming, very restorative, very nurturing. It's a beautiful place. Janine says, honour your person so you feel they are still with you in whatever way brings you peace. What you do this year doesn't have to be your new tradition, so do what feels right. I wish you all a gentle and happy holiday. Joni has shared that she has been thinking about this a lot, me asking for her words. This is my second Christmas without Ron. Last year, I remember being told to take the time and don't get overwhelmed and always have a way to excuse yourself when needed. So I decided to stay home and we tried to take the pressure off all of us. At one point, I felt sad and I walked away to another room to collect myself and take some deep breaths. This helped me make it through the day. This year, the thing that has helped is having the suggestion to find a way to honour Ron. We are writing a memory of him and sharing them at Christmas dinner. This group has given me the strength to find the courage to face some of the most difficult times of this journey. Oh, Joni shared that in one of our sessions and it was just so beautiful. They have decided to hang Ron's stocking on the fireplace still because they were debating whether they should or they shouldn't. And they've all decided that they should and they're all going to write down and pop in the stocking any any memories that they have so that they can share them on Christmas Day. And I thought that's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing to do and a lovely way of keeping your person alive and staying connected to them and making a part of your day about them. So thank you for sharing that, Joni. It was really powerful. And finally, Sue says, if the thought of getting through the whole day is too much, just plan to get through the next hour. And then another one, step by step. So true. The ladies in my community are incredible. They are so wise. They are so compassionate. And they have so much to offer each other in terms of support. And I just wanted to share some of that with you today and beyond. And as much as all of this, we are talking about Christmas and the holidays and how difficult they are, everything that you've heard today can be applied to every single day. Why do we have to treat ourselves more compassionately at Christmas than we do every other day? We don't. We should treat ourselves the same every day, whatever is going on in the world. We deserve that kindness and compassion from ourselves and wrapping ourselves up in love, digging that little bit deeper to help us find our way through the days. Like we say, it's all there, it's all within you. And it's just allowing ourselves to find the answers. Not easy, not easy at all, but it is possible. You will get through today 
the next day and the day after. It won't always be easy. It won't be fun. It may be very messy. It may be very chaotic. And it may hurt like nothing else has ever hurt before. Hold on tight. Wrap yourself in love. Take it moment by moment, step by step. You will find your way forward. What you are feeling right now is not permanent. There are lighter, brighter days ahead and you will learn to live alongside your grief. And if you are not feeling Christmas this year, that doesn't mean you never will again. You may find that love within you at some point in your grieving journey. But right now, just lean into what you need here in this moment today. I am sending you all lots of love as always. Thank you to everyone who has shared their kind, caring words of of hope. And thank you all for taking the time to listen. It has been wonderful sharing this space with you. And as always, I am sending you so much love. Be gentle with yourselves. Take care. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to The Widow Podcast with me, Karen Sutton. If you would like to be part of a supportive community of people who understand your grief, come and join my free Facebook group, Widowed and Rising. And make sure you tune in to the next episode of The Widow Podcast. Podcast.